It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Avery Schreiber. It's time to watch The Muppets. We watched The Muppets. We did watch The Muppets. What did you think, like, first impressions of this Avery Schreiber episode? First impressions of Avery Schreiber, I was like, oh my god, they got Jack Black to go back in time. Right? And, like, do The Muppets. Yeah. And then, you know, he was a lot of, I liked him. He was a lot of fun. I liked him, too. I have no idea who he is otherwise and the pacing of this episode was very good yes i agree i agree i think i loved this episode in its entirety but for one sketch the last sketch nope oh which one the dr teeth no when kermit reports on the gladiator match between sir avery the oh my god that was in the beginning of the episode that was the top of the show that was just too long it too, went on yeah. for way too long. Mm-hmm. It was funny at first, and like the conceit of it was clever and whatever. Yeah, but it it just really it dragged on. Well, they kind of probably need to give them a certain number of minutes on air. I mean, how does it work? Remember we were talking about the music industry. How does this work? I mean, I guess yeah, they have to fill the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or he but. wrote the sketch or something like that. I mean, it was cute, but my favorite was at the end because it reminded me so much of when. I'm just sitting on the couch, or I'm doing something, and I'm all alone, and then all of a sudden my cat is there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, that's how the Muppets were in that part. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's I like, had, all like, of a sudden, the Muppet is there. I'm like, I just watched this episode. What the fuck are you talking about? So I just <laughs> scrolled down to this, yeah, the Kazubians. Yeah. Kazebians? Kuze- something like that? They yeah. always have weird names. Yeah, these weird guys. Two Fazoobs, an Eel, Shaky Sanchez, and Mel. Shaky oh That's what all those characters are called. Mel. Okay, there were some great jokes in this episode. I agree with that. Like, you're just, like, existing, and then all of a sudden, like, this little weirdo hops up on the couch and just, like, rubs up on you and starts making noise, whatever. Yeah. 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 All of a sudden, it's there. So this episode opened with Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Performing an old favorite tenderly. And we got a lot of his hands. Yeah. On the keys with the rings. I I really, really liked this. Yeah, this was fun. I watched this on my lunch break, so I actually like sat in my car and ate Panera bread Uh and (laughs) watched this. Like a sad sack in like a strip mall. (laughs) What kind of music would you say they make? Oh, classic funk. That's what I say, funk. They're a funk band, right? And like he was like, oh, we're more than just a hard rock band. And I'm like, is that what they thought they were doing? Because like this is a funk band. Yeah. The Electric Mayhem, hard rock. What is hard rock? I don't know. And especially back then. I don't know. I don't know. Hard rock. There's metal and then there's hair metal. But hair metal is only not recently called hair metal, but it wasn't called hair metal back then. It was called metal. They were like... And we just have this hair. Like, I remember growing up, my mom would be like, oh, yeah, I listened to a lot of metal when I was little. And we're like, what And she's like, yeah, like Motley Crue. And I'm like, well, that's not metal. What that's are you talking about? a stripper about? song. Like, yeah, this isn't metal. Come on. I made a backyard BBQ or just a BBQ playlist uh, today. And it's a lot of, like, 
70s southern rock i guess i don't know and then like put me in coach like skinner and t-rex and shit then a little like okay and then that could be fun some of that is fun Bob Fogarty, Centerfield. Oh, Bob Seegert. Yeah. No, who? I don't know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the classics. They all are the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Night Moves, whoever What's sings the that song. John Cougar Melon can? Oh, yeah, I put, one of yeah, those. I put like, a couple of those yeah. on there. Sucking on Chili Dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, like, backyard American, like, <laughs> yeah. dad rock. Literally, um, yeah, you're wearing your cutoffs, and you're standing in front of the grill, and that's what's on the radio, it's is like, this music. yeah. It's like Q1043 <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> so, as far as Dr. Teeth goes, uh, it's come to light recently that Dr. Teeth's PhD has been called into question. So, Dr. Teeth tweeted a few days ago, Inquiring minds have pestered me about what makes you truly a doctor. I have a PhD in cool and a master's in music, both earned at the school of unyieldingly groovy. <laughs> Leastwise, I think that's the reason. What? I have no idea what that... Leastwise, I think that's the reason. Hmm. So, Dr. Teeth has a PhD in cool and a master's in music. So, that's his doctor. Doctorate. Doctorate. <laughs> Doctorate. <laughs> so that Schweppes, speaking of doctors, have you met Dr. Pepper? Oh, and the this flavor is, is in the your, Schweppes black your, cherry seltzer. Your life hack you want to share with everybody? Yes. Schweppes makes Dr. Pepper. Uh huh. And they also make, excuse me, black cherry Schweppes seltzer. And it is the same flavoring that they put in Dr. Pepper. All 23 of those flavors, you think? I have no That's idea. That's the Dr. Pepper claim is that there's 23 flavors. Well, you know what flavors. it probably is? They probably have a concoction of, like, little drops of different flavors mm-hmm. that somebody made at, like, IFF or one of those, like, scent and fragrance companies, and it's, like, a little drop that goes in. IFF. That's a deep cut if you live in uh, central New Jersey <laughs> and you ever driven down Route 36 in, uh, what is that, like, Union the Beach cool there? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> All right, back on track, back on track, back on track, back on track. After Doctor Teeth, track on back. <laughs> after Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem perform, we move backstage where Miss Piggy comes up with a clever plan to make Kermit jealous, and takes help of Scooter to carry out the scheme. She has Scooter tell Kermit that guest star Avery Schreiber is mad about her. Wait, precursor for Mad About You, the show. <laughs> with Helen Hunt. Tell me why. Yeah. I love you like yeah. I do. <laughs> I love shitty, like, ni- not even shit. That's not shitty. Stop, I love that 90s is sitcoms. so good. Um, I, this was, like, a genius plan. I love this. This yeah. whole, this little, like, B-plot of the episode is hilarious to me. And that it... I, I don't want to, like, blow this surprise now, but, like, it works. And then... Ew, dog! You better edit and that And then out. Scooter ruins it. Oh God! Why? Why did you no, ruin it? You know what? Miss, Mind your business. Miss Piggy and Kermit deserve Scooter and their relationship. They're like the all three of them are the most dysfunctional people, and they probably all need each other. And then like Fozzie and Kermit need each other. I don't know. <laughs> that you say that they deserve Scooter is very funny, and they definitely you're right. do. You're right. They do. They deserve Scooter messing up these little like. These schemes. It's like, it's really shitty. But they, they need to be, they need a foil, though. Like, yeah. Scooter's the foil. And Scooter's and, the perfect foil. Yeah. We already hate him. 
Yeah, exactly. He's off. not likable. He's no. the Ross of yeah. the show. He is Ross. <laughs> All comes back to 90 sitcoms today. That's our through line. <laughs> so after that, we move on to what I think is a little bit of a long-winded sketch. Kermit reports on a gladiator match between Sir Avery Macho and the Monster of the Moors. Sir Avery challenges the monster to a battle of with the weapon of insult. Yeah, this took a while to get started. Yeah, but I, I, I like that... I like the shake he noises. did. Yes. That was they so were good, both the very timing, physically yeah. funny. I do enjoy Sweetums that. and Avery. And that, that we had a comedian on, and we did sketches, and we didn't try to force him to sing. Yeah. Like, through everything, was it much better? Because yeah. I, I don't know, I've had enough of these musical numbers. I think that this is much more fun. But it was just a little too long. Yeah, but they did have to fill the time. I forget what jokes there was in this sketch, to be honest with you, but I do remember some they funny sketches. They were the jokes. classics. Um, Your mama. Avery Avery um, insulted Sweetums by saying, Your mother wears combat boots, which is oh, yeah. a homophobic, I imagine. Your mom's a dyke, bro. <laughs> yeah, can you weigh in we on that? We have two moms. <laughs> Your mother wears. Imagine. I think he said, um, What is it? Like toeless or. Like uh yeah, to- some- yeah, toeless combat boots, something like whatever. That. It was a it was a play on jokes on jokes on jokes. Yeah. It was just all around silly and slow, and then uh, nice physical humor. But the sketch was meh. Yeah, I agree with your your Jack Black. Um, they do seem to have the same. When I was watching this, I was thinking about what like, I like Jack Black in, though. What do you like Jack Black in? I definitely have a guilty pleasure. I'm moving this table from you. You are wiggling it. I'm sorry. I have guilty pleasure, Shallow Hal. The table's too close. You have a gigantic Shall- table. <laughs> Something happened when I was setting up for the podcast today. We usually have a table that is half the size. I don't know where that table and went. taller. This table, yes. This table, is a I don't know table. where it came from. This is a picnic table. Yeah. This is like, a, we're having Thanksgiving and the kitchen table's not enough, so we need to pull out another we table for Thanksgiving. We need to sit this way on our chairs. Yeah. Oh, uh, you think so? And be so? like, just, like <laughs> just lean in. Yeah, lean Cheryl, in. Cheryl Sandberg. Sandberg. Yeah. Um, I'll lean in like this. Here we go. Locked and loaded. I lost where you went. I went to Shallow Hell. Yes, Shallow Hell. And Jason Alexander is in that movie and he has a tail, which is the grossest part of that movie to me. I'm like, Disgusting. That movie sucks and is disgusting, but is a lot of fun. Yeah, I would never watch it now. No, but it was one of those movies that were that was on, and I would watch it. Yes, and I liked I liked sort of like the joke where he sees this little thing, and then the whole underpants like it's so ridiculous. That kind of stuff is a lot of fun. The like. Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit playing someone who has, like, horrible um, anxiety and, like, (laughs) self-image and, like, body dysmorphia and all that other shit. That sucks. That movie would never, ever be able to roll right now. Is there a scene where they're on a teeter-totter and (laughs) Jack Black sits on it and then she sits on it and he goes up and he, like, can't believe it? Like, stuff like that is funny. And the way he acts, it's never shameful... Yeah. You know, he does a good job of that, and he's just like, dang. Have you ever seen School of Rock? Yes. It was That's cute. A, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, it's very cute. I don't, I'm not a huge Jack Black fan. Mm, same. But I... I'm not. I never saw, wasn't he the panda? Yeah, the Kung Fu panda. Yeah, I didn't see those. Did you watch? No. 
Yeah. No, I don't like non-Disney animated movies. Oh, generally. what about those like <clears throat> Spirited Aways and Ponyos? See, like Disney kind of absorbed them for oh, a while, they did, so um... they did seem like Umbrella Disney, the Studio Ghibli <laughs> movies. Oh. And, like, they have the same heart and idea behind them that, like, a Disney animated feature does. You hear me? Yeah, I animated do. Feature? Do you have a season pass to Disney? Are you a... No, you know that I've I'm never ju- I'm been joking, to Disney. I'm You're joking. such a dickhead. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I The Despicable Me's of the world, they don't do it for me. No, I think same. I do like Shrek, but that's, like, a unique... That, that was, was Disney? A weird... That was Paramount. No, that's not Disney. That's, that's um, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. But what I'm saying is, is it like, came at, like, this weird... It? this weird transition time in animation where animation started to turn mostly to computer animation. You know? Yeah. like So it is on such, like, the foreground of, like, the turn... I don't know. And it's a good story. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those really don't do it for me. The Road to El Dorado, the Prince of Persia... Not Prince of Persia, Prince of Egypt. I didn't see any of those. Like, they're not... I don't know. They're not great. Not great. What do you think of the second Aladdin cartoon? Where I don't remember it. Me neither. But I do remember having it. I had it too. And like the excitement of having it. And yeah, like and I remember. Get the new Aladdin movie. It's only on VHS, and she went to Pathmark today, and she went, and she got it for us. Yeah. That movie was not as good as the first one, though. No, and there's a third one even, which is insane to me. What? Yeah. Oh boy. Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves. The second one is the Return of Jafar. Oh, I remember oh, even okay. being a kid and being like that aware one's more that about Jafar though. Yes, so and that's Jafar pretty being cool. a genie and all that. Evil yeah, shit. but I remember even as a kid being like, "That's not the real genie. That's I not know. Robin Williams." Obviously. And I'm like six, and I'm like, mm, mm. "Not my Aladdin." Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> air sads. <laughs> um. So next, we move on to what I. Uh, I'm prepared to say it was hands down the best sketch of this episode. What was that? Muppet Labs. Doctor Bunsen Honeydew oh. demonstrates his gorilla detector. All I kept thinking was... I thought this was so stupid. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. It was very funny. It looked exactly like Donkey Kong also. It really did. Like a lot... Like the curvature of the mouth and everything. It looks just like Donkey... Like modern Donkey Kong even. I wonder if that was like a robot part inspired by something they saw in Japan. Maybe. Could have been. I, I really, really loved it. And his, his just face forward while the gorilla is destroying everything. And he's like, listen... It's obvious that that's not a gorilla, <laughs> I, yeah. because my machine would be detecting that it was a gorilla. Exactly. I don't know what's destroying everything, but... And then he walks up closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really stupid. It was really quite ridiculous. I think that that's my exact sense of humor for the Muppets, is this absurdist, like... That's why, like, the Swedish chef is so great. Uh-huh. I They're just love so this, great. like, dumb stuff. They did... That. Is the Dr. Bob sketch next? No. That's is- not for a little while. Next, we're backstage again. Kermit asks Scooter to go get Avery, but Scooter tells him that he can't because Miss Piggy and Avery are in his dressing room and they do not want to be disturbed. So Scooter's now, like, planting the seeds of Avery and Piggy's Mm -hmm. supposed relationship for Piggy, and it seems to be working? Yeah, I mean, Kermit totally took the bait on this. Yeah, he did. I was shocked. I still don't understand Kermit's true feelings in this whole unraveling. Like, is he just outsmarting Piggy? Yeah, does he truly care, or is he playing into the hand for the laugh and everything? You know, I I can't figure that out. 
So then we move on to, I loved this. This this was really funny. Avery plays a security guard at a museum. He decides to have a bite to eat and sits down next to a painting of Fozzie. Every time he turns away, Fozzie steals the food. Mm-hmm. This was really, this was like, I don't know. I thought this was kind of stupid and like very, is this like technically vaudevillian? Like this no, idea it- of this silent sketch where they, you know, no one's saying anything, but they're reacting big and everything like that. Like this was really, it was funny. But it was made like 100 times better when Rolf sat down and did the same thing. I lost my mind when that happened. (laughs) Like, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. But then when Rolf did it, I was like, I love this. This is so stupid. Very stupid. I don't remember this sketch at all. You don't remember this at all? (laughs) So Avery is like dressed as a night watchman at a museum and he has a plate with like a a sandwich and an apple. Oh oh my god, when him and Fozzie were in the painting? Yeah, so then Fozzie goes like this, sitting there like this, and then... Avery turns to like get a napkin and tuck it in. I don't know shirt, why I and could... Fozzie steals his sandwich. Yes, that was so much fun. Yeah, it and took then, me a but honestly, it was made like Avery gets wise to what's happening and he walks behind the wall yep. or whatever. It was it funny when Ralph showed up at the end. I loved it. It so much better when it Ralph really showed up. It really was so silly and so lovely to watch. How could I blank on that? I don't know. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So now, at the dance, Animal's dance partner reveals that she's into, not meditation, but but sedation. And I thought this was so weird. And I'm like, wait, which one's Jennifer? Is she Jennifer? I thought she was Jennifer. Okay, she she probably was. Like, what happened to Jennifer? I don't know. I feel sorry for her. She wants to be sedated. She's, uh, yeah. I, I, this was funny. It was adorable. This whole at the dance was really funny. I remember there was something with the pigs that made me laugh. I felt like, oh my god! First of all, that was old Piggy's voice. Yes, yeah, like, with on, wrong like, Piggy's voice on, on a different pig. pig. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad that they cleared that they. Cleared I called that it a pig <laughs> instead of a pig. Oh, poor Miss Piggy! But I don't even feel sorry for her. They play games with each other, her and Kermit. Now you're just team no one. You're not like their relationship is so messed up. All right, so that brings us to our next sketch, which is the UK spot. This Uh, was so confusing to me that I had to Google. Can you remind me of this one? Okay, UK spot: Baskerville, Muppy, Catgut, and Ralph serenade a photograph of Lassie with. This was. May you always. This was fine. I I felt like okay. So I'm watching this, and I'm like. (laughs) Do you think Lassie died, like when they were filming? Did you look when it they up? were writing the show? Yeah, Lassie died in 1958. Oh, so there's no reason that they're serenading a photograph of Lassie. Well, I feel like that's what it kind of symbolizes. She's a Lassie. Oh, you're saying like regardless of when she died, they were still singing to yeah, an ode to the death of Lassie, or to the, her attractiveness. This UK spot was <laughs> not the best. <laughs> To her attractiveness? Was Lassie a girl? Lassie was played by a boy, but I think she was supposed to be a girl. Women can't even get jobs as dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's kind of fucked up, though. Wishbone was actually a boy, wasn't he? Or was Wishbone a girl? Did you watch Wishbone? Of course I watched Wishbone. Meg, not only did I watch Wishbone, your nerdy idiot friend read Wishbone books. I loved Wishbone, <laughs> but not I didn't read the books. I had a Wishbone adaptation of Robin Hood Very and a cool. Wishbone adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. The kid 
in the show was a little bit kind of meh, but Wishbone was the best. Uh, I don't remember much about it. I remember, I remember the theme song, sort of. Do you remember the episode when he's learning how to do percentages, the boy? No. It was an educational show, I guess. I mean... Well, yeah, because they told a story, like yeah. a, you know, a classic. A classic tale. And a lesson for the boy. But so now you're remembering, like... It's like his... It's like... The his, real world subplot. Yeah. Where he learned percentages. Well, because doesn't he have, like, parallels to, like, the, sh- like, struggles? Oh, like, so in the Romeo and Juliet episode, we'll say... There's, like, a girl in his class that he likes, but... Maybe. I don't know. You yeah. think that there's, like, a back and forth? I don't remember, to be honest. Does Wishbone But Wishbone help? has to go into his imagination fantasy world for... Like, isn't that how that show works? Does the dog talk? What... What are these... Wait, what is Wishbone? <laughs> the dog does talk. All I remember is this, like, cute little... What is he, a Jack Russell Terrier? Yeah. And he'll be, like, dressed up in Who narr- Wishbone clothes? narrates Wishbone. Okay, but in the production that Wishbone projects of him retelling the classic tale, does he talk? Like, is he little Tom Sawyer and he's like... I think it's performed like around... Yeah, I don't know. Is it everything performed like around the dog and he doesn't really have to talk? Oh, like he's just a background player or like our narrator character, maybe? No, but he's a starring role. He always has to go grab and fetch something. I don't remember. For the Patreon. (laughs) Add Wishbone Rewatch to Out of This World. Yes. But we don't have to watch the pilot of Wishbone, unless it's a good one. I know you've read the book, so you you picked that (laughs) book. I know you read the book, so. So You know the good story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, let me hang on one second. Like... Wishbone is one of those shows that you could tell me that it had 270 episodes, or you could tell me it had 12. <laughs> I know, you I know? wouldn't know like, the difference. <laughs> You're so right. I remember, like, princess, like, medieval stuff. I, I, I don't know. Can I play the trailer for you? Oh, please do. At Thrivent, we invest with purpose. Oh. <laughs> what is it that you hold? Oh, hang on. I'm just going to get through this, this Thrivent ad. They're not paying us. Something strange is in the air. The thing sometimes seen not quite. He probably talks about what he's doing. Something definitely reeks in this vicinity. Yeah. Into the audience. They can't hear him. Yeah. They can't hear him. This looks like Frankenstein. We'll watch this one. We'll watch this one. For the Halloween Patreon. Oh! That's a good one. Wait, so then he's... So he's Ichabod in that. Yeah, he's the starring role. Okay. So, who's his voice? Okay. I need to know who Wishbone is. You need to calm down. (laughs) Who's the real Wishbone, Doug? Wishbone ran from 95 to 97 for 50 episodes. 50 episodes. That's not a bad run. The literary loving canine. Wishbone? Played by none other than Larry Brantley. I don't know. I have no idea who that is either. I'm teasing you. He did a good job. He did do a good job. He's a voiceover actor. And he did a good job. Primarily looks like a voiceover actor. So let's see. The synopsis of Wishbone is an intelligent Okay. An intelligent and witty dog imagines himself in the role of characters from classic books 
and gets involved in similar real life adventures. So you're right. Yeah. There is like a one to one. He narrates. Like, yeah, so it his must be the thought process. But he's narrating the story, and also he's existing in the real world, and there's a thing yeah. similar to the story going on. Exactly. All right, so yeah, I, tune into the Patreon as we bone. watch the Sleepy Hollow episode. My mom used to make me chicken nuggets, and I would sit on her bed and watch Wishbone. <laughs> or, like, whatever. To uh, be out of her story. way. Yeah, <laughs> to be out of her way when I got home from school. I watched a lot of PBS. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked you know, off pod off, about off Arthur. Pod. And yeah. Oh, I love I love Arthur so much. The mm-hmm. early eps, so good. I wonder if those Muffy gets a nightmare, and like everybody gets blamed, and at the end you find out Muffy's eating those pork rinds before oh, bed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Francine's dad's the garbage man, and he spends a lot of time with the kids, and they have this, like, really nice, like, dad's episode, like, a dad episode about him. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. There's so many quality episodes. When Arthur gets Pal, or Pal, I don't know his name. Pal. You know, know the top cost. Binky gets a nightlight? A classic. Megan, I have the perfect segue out of this, because (laughs) the real name of the dog that played Lassie was Pal. Okay. Okay. That was oh, part of really? My yes, isn't that weird? That is weird. Moving on to our talk spot. Avery plays Miss Piggy's game to make Kermit jealous. And it works. Kermit blows up at Avery, calling Piggy his girl. And even tells my her girl. she's joining him for dinner. Uh-oh. So this-, this was funny when he was like, Avery's Yiddish for hold the mayo or something like that. I also really enjoyed his, like, keeping kosher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, that he prevented him from kissing Piggy. I, I know. And funny. then she hayad him. Yeah. Do you think... She's very violent. Do you In this episode especially, do you think that Kermit was wise to the plan even here? I think Kermit like, when was when do you think wise. he talked to Scooter? Yeah. It was I, part of this. Yeah. Because this does play... I'm like still. I, I'm still thinking of Kermit as the as a real person, and when we see backstage, he's Jim, it's real. And you know? he's like the mastermind. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Scooter and Kermit has confronted Scooter already. Yeah. About they talk off cam. Yeah, I still loved the Avery was very good in this. What also. What was Fozzie all about in this episode? We didn't talk about Fozzie very much. Fozzie just does his... He does stand-up. Wait, they do the banana in the ear thing. He does a team bit with Avery yeah. later on. And he did the, the, the portrait studio thing. Wait, what did... The museum sketch. Oh, and then Statler and Waldorf actually commented on the museum sketch that they... Did they like it or something? I think they had a comment after did that. They? Yeah. If I remember correctly. If my memory serves me well. What is that? (laughs) The beginning of... The beginning of Absolutely Fabulous. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, why the fuck did that just strike me so familiar? Um, Yeah, I think that they did... They did comment something about comedy duos. Mm. Right? Was that then or was it later? I think it was that early. Because he said, oh, it, it must be so much easier to work with a partner. You know, it must be so different to work with a partner or something. And then I think Statler was like, yeah, you're telling me I've been doing... Tomato, tomato, was that the yes, in this one? Yes, that was it. Okay. It was then. It was tomato, tomato. Uh, do you say tomato or do you say tomato? And he's like, for what? 
<laughs> is it pronounced tomato or tomato? Is what pronounced yeah, tomato or tomato? Exactly. That was stupid, but I liked it. It was silly, stupid. Next, we move on to Wayne and Wanda. Wayne sings some enchanted evening to Wanda, but gets eaten by Gordon. I thought that Heap. was funny. Wanda protests. She said, "Meat, not eat." I mean, at this least... is the energy that I'm giving Wayne and Wanda from here on forward. I know, but it... I'm getting happy that they get like knocked out harder. They yes, it's not so much as like, oh, she slipped. It's not that something fell yeah. on her. It's that. Somebody ate that. When was he in? It, it, yeah. There was one last week, too. I forget. The one where the tree falls on her is really mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> they are getting slowly, like, almost meaner. Then we move on to Veterinarian's Hospital. Dr. Bob's Dr. assistants <laughs> toss about a few chicken jokes. The reason, as Foul. Nurse Piggy reveals, is that Dr. Bob is for the birds. Turkey. A lot of turkey jokes. I loved the very, very dumb... I'm a bird dog. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, he said he flies south for the winter every year, and they're like, don't your arms hurt, Dr. Bob? <laughs> and he, what did he say? Something about the said, joke died in the operating room. Hurt. What? They said arms? Yeah, I why would they his eyes that, hurt? I, exactly, that's what oh. I was thinking to myself. I was like, okay, good. You're like, that joke doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, listening to it. I mean, watching it, and like, I don't know. Anyway. Don't your arms hurt, Dr. Bob? This was funny, and I like the, now the nature of this sketch seems to be that whoever is being operated on, it's almost as if they drew the the shortest straw. They don't want to be in this sketch, and they think that the jokes are, like, All you have to do is do jokes about animals Mm -hmm. that are on the operating room table. (laughs) It works. For it's a space filler, anyway. And then uh, after the sketch ends, it ends in the back room, base in the backstage. Basically, they all walk off, and Kermit reveals to Piggy that he is not jealous, but rather Scooter told him that it was all a trick. Scooter soon learns his lesson. Scooter didn't learn his lesson. No, Piggy just hit him. Oh my god! You don't I, learn a lesson from being hit. No, and and you know what? Parents aren't hitting their kids anymore. Um, which side of this <laughs> argument do you want to come out on? Are you? I'm just kidding. Are you? Um, I don't want to be on any side. I'm so bad at this parenting situation. Mm-hmm. Kids you. are tough. So next, we move on to Fozzie's comedy act. Avery comes out to defend Fozzie from Statler and Waldorf, relating he used to he's used to being heckled by his comedy partner. Then he convinces Fozzie that to try a bit that he always wanted to do, you put a banana in your ear. I don't understand what this bit is, but. These were different times. Different times. It was enough to for put a different jokes. In your ear. Okay. But it was cute. He made a, fi- a funny face. I guess that's his thing. He makes funny faces. Yeah, he's obviously he that mustache. not the straight man of no. his duo. You no. know, so it's it must be kind of odd. They had a good time though. I think they had a good time. Yeah. But it, it was it's it's two fozzies. It's not yeah. you know. But it was it was kind of fun to see like Frank Oz banter with him and Ooh. I love Fozzie. Yeah, Fozzie's great. He is kind of like he really grows on you. And then so he so then Fozzie puts the banana in his ear to nothing, and then Avery puts the banana in his ear and to something. Uh, everybody laughed, and then Statler and Waldorf revealed that it's his pacing, his timing, his delivery, everything. his ear, yeah. everything about him is just funnier than Fozzie. Yeah, for sure. Next, we move on to a Muppets newsflash. The newsman rushes in to proclaim, there's no news tonight. 
This is a repeat from episode 105. I was fine with this. Yeah. I was, I, like, I was like, good. And it gives you just enough of a laugh. Like, haha. <laughs> you know, I'm like, like good. just moving on to the next thing. One of those, like, jokes that you do when the person stands there and it's like, this is Buddy what did Johnson. You, call you called it a bazooka joke joke yeah, the other day? Yeah, it's a bazooka joke. Yeah. It definitely. That <laughs> is that. Yeah, they always have someone. Someone somewhere doing something stupid. Someone right? somewhere doing something stupid, <laughs> just like that. The da- Doug, this uh, Dave, my friend Dave over here. Um, Doug. Yes. This table is an atrocity. I, this table sucks. I, can't, I have to spread my legs wide. I, can I just take a picture of you at this table from the distance? Because like I can't sit obscured still. Obscured by the microphone. You should take a picture of me at that end. I will. And then okay. Right. You can see how far we are from each other <laughs> at this my, table. I'm going to actually take a picture of this, too, because look at how close... Don't get my feet in there. I don't want to end up on wiki feet. Oh, dogs get in the <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> with these wiki feet. <laughs> totally fans. Um, okay, so then we move on to Avery. He plays Make a Song with Kuzbanians, Two Fazoobs, an Eel, Shaky Sanchez, and Mel. This is what you were talking about that it feels you of your cat. Yeah, it feels like when my cat just jumps up on the couch or like I'm taking a shower and then all of a sudden I see the shower curtain move. <laughs> he comes <laughs> in the bathroom. Occasionally. Ridiculous. These two look like the Chicken McNuggets. Oh, they do. I love these like freaky Muppets that are like not really anything. H.R. Puffin stuff. Is that the theme song? I don't even know. To HR Puffin stuff? Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy we call when things get rough. Doug, what Something would like your that. BBQ backyard playlist be? My backyard playlist. Yeah. Um Would it be the Beach Boys? It would definitely be Surf Rock. Yeah, it would yeah. be the Beach Boys intermingled with modern Surf Rock. Yeah. Cuz the only Well, like and I'm sure like peppered in like older stuff too. But yeah, it would definitely be the Beach Boys. Mhm. I love, I love surf rock. Like the second yeah, it's nice out, exactly. That the Beach Boys, Waves, yeah, um, White Reaper, shit like that. Yeah, very cool. I want to have a barbecue. Well, I hope you or go to a bar. Maybe I could get invited to one. We could have a barbecue in my backyard. I don't know. <laughs> that could be cool. Yeah. When I don't know. <laughs> in July. In July. Yeah. When? After the first week, after vacations. After I come home. Yeah. Oh, you're going away, too. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? To New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, you're going to New Hampshire. Yeah. <sighs> but that could be fun. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Megan promised me on the podcast. And we'll make impossible burgers. Yeah. We'll have a vegetarian barbecue. Yes! Okay. Oh, I'll make corn pudding. Oh, corn pudding. Favorite. I never had that before. You'll like it. I ain't never had that before. I ain't never had that. <laughs> I'm excited. Shouldn't we? Okay, anyway. Well, so you do a backyard playlist. I'll do a backyard playlist. And we can merge the backyard playlist. Yes, but also I need to follow your backyard playlist. Yeah. On Apple Music. How many songs is your backyard playlist? I haven't checked. Do you want me to look real quick? Yeah. What are what are we busy? What are we busy? We're coming to the closing of the show. Actually, I'm not. I'm not so busy. Oh, look at that. BBQ. Where does it tell you? Forty-six songs, Damn. three hours and sixteen minutes. Now, did you do like full albums? No. Okay, because I don't do that either. I don't I'm, fuck with that. I'm done with that. I usually do even like, well, I mean, I usually kind of do strict rules. 
Yeah, I know. Um, like I try to stick to the yeah. and like I, I, I do create like restraints for myself. Yeah. So I, I definitely have a couple of Almond Brothers songs. Mm-hmm. Um probably But when you're trying I kept to do it like light a on the genre, you have to kind of let, like, like double up. I, I even put a Bruce Springsteen song on here. I don't even like Bruce Springsteen. I put two to be honest with you. I put Glory Days. Glory Days rules. And I put Thunder Road because that's my parents' like song. And I'm like, it reminds me of them. So I'm like, all right. As long as it's not Born in the USA or Born to I have Centerfold, like I said, Sunshine of Your Love. Uh, Let's see. But then there's like Kansas, Carry On, Ramblin' Man. Can I Fortunate Son. And then it's Jenny, uh, 36867530. Can I make one suggestion for your playlist right now um jane swing jane by jefferson starship okay needs to go on there that's that song that opens up wet hot american summer jane by jefferson starship so at closing kermit brags to avery about having control in his relationship with miss piggy piggy then comes on stage to reveal who has real control throwing kermit down with a karate chop like she, I said, was, they deserve each other. She said in that scene, if I'm not mistaken, that she was going to karate chop him down south. Oh, you mean Faye, Piggy. In his little tadpole. Well, you know what? In Piggy's defense, a man is playing her. And I feel like they didn't know what to do with her either. And I'm just making excuses for Piggy, but, like, Kermit's just as bad, so. Do you... I think we already talked about this off the pod also, but this week it was revealed... That Miss Piggy will be a guest on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, work. Yeah, this was an off the pod. Oh, oh, work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. As a real thing, I think we should watch that episode together. I've never watched Drag Race. I love competition reality shows. Yes! So I do think I would enjoy it, (laughs) just from that aspect. Like, I remember for years watching... With Liz, like, on and off, we would watch, like, Project Runway. Oh, yeah. Um, Face Off. <laughs> like, I love any of those, like, where someone has a fucking skill yeah. and they're going to use it to uh-huh. get, to, like, try to win a competition. <laughs> but Great British Face Off. Like, I mean, at least that is a skill. I, the, it's the great. The reality shows Ooh. I cannot get behind are, like, The Bachelor, where it's like, I'm hot. Hit okay, me. you know, like there's, there's a, nothing there. There's an All Star season, All Star season three, I think, where they do an episode of The Bachelor, but it's called The Bitchler, uh-huh. <laughs> and they do a sketch, and the drag queens all have to play these different roles and do like because they have acting challenges, uh-huh. they have like marketing, like they have all different types of challenging. This was so funny though, The Bitchler. I'd watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for an actual episode of the show, we should watch that. Because I love it, it. Because, and I'm also thinking of it like this, like, we're covering the Muppet show because that's the format we chose to, like, bullshit to each other and talk over. Yeah. You know, and I think that if that's new Muppets content that's happening, like, if they were to surprise drop a Muppets movie next week, we should watch that. Oh, yeah, You know, okay. as an episode instead. Absolutely. But, so we should treat that as, you know, like, it's Muppet news, like, Piggy is guest uh, judging yeah. an episode of a reality show. When That's it, very weird. That is very weird. And it's soon. It's in July, right? Or August? I, I can't remember. So. Well, I bought Paramount Plus just for it. So Oh, it's on that. So I have that yeah. too. So even if we have to watch it separately, we mm-hmm. can figure I it out. I kind of want to watch it with you. Yeah. But and then this it, October, you know. there's a Muppets Halloween special that's going to be on Disney Plus. Oh, we got to watch so that. So yeah, we got to watch that too. Got to watch it. So we have this like extra... 
I mean, like, I know a couple months ago Kermit was on The Masked Singer, but, like, you don't know that until it's over. Yeah. So, like, I'm not trying to watch, like... I don't want to watch Three episodes that. of The Masked Singer to figure that out. But oh, there's I think three episodes until you figure out who it is? yeah, yeah. You watch this character But don't you know days. who it is, like, by their voice? No, because that's the whole reveal, is, like, no one can guess who it is. And they use, like, a modulator to a talk. A modulator. It's like, why are there so many songs about rainbows? Like, they don't sing a song that would be in character for them. They sing a song that has, like, hints... Does anybody guess before the reveal? No, Jenny McCarthy is one of the guests, Megan. She doesn't guess anything correctly. She's always like, is it Beyonce? And it's like, no. So next week we're watching the Ben Vereen episode of The Muppet Show. I'm excited. This one's got a long... Ben Vereen, is he Zoobly Zoo, even though you don't like that show? What's Zoobly Zoo, Megan? It's a show. (laughs) Ben Vereen is a lively and energetic dancer, singer, and actor. Ben Vereen won Broadway's 1973 Tony as Best Actor for Pippin. In June 1992, Vereen was struck by a car on the Pacific Coast Highway. He recovered, and after extensive oh, physical this. and occupational <laughs> therapy, he was able to dance again. Why is that in his fun facts? He was in a horrible car accident. You're going to hate this. Oh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Ew, is that Ben Vereen? That's him in Zoobly Zoo. Dressed up as I a remember Zubali Zoo. <laughs> I do remember that. I hate it. Don't want to talk about that. Oh my god. Um, he played like this lion thing in it. I hate any time that humans are dressed up in the makeup of an animal. Yeah, but these are, I guess these are like dancer that actors. You can, that they 86 are. 86 to 87. Okay, so one season of it. That was it? Yeah. I've definitely seen that. That used to play on, on the PBS. Disney Channel in reruns too, I think. It was on PBS. Yeah. It was on PBS. Okay, so the synopsis for next week's episode. Fozzie gets stuck in a magician's <laughs> in a magician's trick cabinet. The cabinet is dragged on stage so that he can perform his act. And at the end of the act, two pig stagehands tip the box over so he can take a bow. Crazy Harry, who makes frequent appearances and frequent explosions during the show, blows up the cage before the end of the show so that Fozzie can escape. That's a spoiler, dude! All right, this one sounds weird. That does sound weird. I'm excited. Fozzie's going to get stuck in a magician's cabinet. Okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to list the episodes that we have left in season one before we get to Phyllis Diller. Okay. We have Ben Vereen next week. Yeah. Which is like Wolverine if he was a Tony Award winning actor. Oh, isn't Wolverine a Tony Award winning actor? I have no idea. Hugh Jackman. I know. You're giving me nothing today. Man. Hugh Upperbody Jackman. Know. You know they always make fun of his legs? That's all I was thinking. I'm like, the only comment I have is superficial. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Hugh Upperbody Jackman. Okay. <laughs> um, ben Vereen, and then Phyllis Diller's the week after that. Okay. After Phyllis Diller, we have Vincent Price, Valerie Harper, Twiggy, Ethel Merman, Kay Ballard, and then Mumminchens. Oh, I'm excited. Mumminchens is the... It's like mime the, people The fi- finale. Yeah. Lorraine Newman studied with him. Really? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Lorraine Are you going to read her book? Or are you going to yeah, listen? I am. You better Did you listen. It? Yes. I just eat books up like crazy, so I'm listening to War and Peace right now. <laughs> I can't believe you're listening to War oh and Peace. Oh my That's god. No fun. Um, <laughs> so this has been an episode of It's Time to Watch the Muppets. You can follow us online at ITTWTM. I did that in one shot. Oh yeah, you are don't you proud of that? He doesn't need his fingers anymore we to do that. We have fun Muppet t-shirts. With Kermit dressed as David Byrne. Let's say it's time to watch the Muppets. You can buy them. 
Um, you can rate and review our show and just be nice to us and <laughs> we'll love you and we thank you for listening. Be nice. And we'll see you next week for Ben Green. Ben Green. In Zoo, Billy Zoo. Yeah.